Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 118 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going, guys? Good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging in there? Yeah. Is it starting to get warmer by you, Trevor, or is it still really cold? It is, actually. It's it's above zero, so the snow is well, starting to melt. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I, know you guys, I know you guys are like, oh, wow, that's, that sounds awful. But it's actually really nice. Like, I, I went outside this morning. I didn't have to... Uh, wear a jacket wow that's nice yeah. yeah i think it was like what it was 70s here yesterday damon i don't know what it got close to 80 yeah so. yeah Fair today's enough. a little cooler but i still mm-hmm. have shorts on yeah today's a little bit cooler but what are uh, shorts nice Wait, yeah. what are shorts <laughs> <laughs> do you, so wait trevor do you just have shorts for the purposes of going to disney or like <laughs> no i mean we that we wear them in the summer which amounts up to about like two and a half months really um but yeah, yeah. Most, most of the time, the shorts, yeah, are reserved for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to get nicer out, which is good. Yeah. So we're uh, we're coming up on. Oh, geez, is this three or four years that we're coming up on? Oh yeah, that's a good question. I think it's four years. I think it's 2017. We started right. Yeah, making that up. I, I just remembered because uh, it was about this time that I think we first. Or, or you reached out to us, Tom. Yeah, yeah. And we we started the conversations about the podcast around this time. Yeah. No, you're right. It's four years. So it was 2017. Yeah. I can't believe it's been four years. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 really crazy to think about that. It's been four years almost. It'll be four years. The 17th of, of April was our our very first episode. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's crazy. It is. It's really crazy. I I don't know. I don't know how it's been that long for real. So, uh, yeah. But we'll have to do something for that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's. I I feel like five is a is a big well. Yeah. I mean, you know, definitely good to celebrate anniversaries, but uh, you know, five years is going to be a big one for sure. It's just funny that it's been four years and we have a, I want to say only 118 episodes, but you know, for the longest time it was every two weeks and it was two hours, you know, a piece. So, I mean, it's been a lot. Brutal sometimes. What's that? Those were brutal sometimes. The two hour ones? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I guess if you, if you think about it, if we, if we took those two hour episodes and split them up, like really, it it still was brutal recording for two hours. Yeah. Absolutely, I, oh, I I don't disagree. I'm just saying for for the amount of time that we've spent, like yeah, I, like I feel the amount of time hasn't changed. It's just we've changed our, our cadence. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah really, it's it, it's I mean, crazy how many hours we've spent doing this. <laughs> it would be it would be way better if we could do three times a week, thirty minute shows. It's never going to happen, but that yeah. would be the best. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there there's too many rabbit holes, and it. it you know, sometimes it takes us a bit to get warmed up on a topic. So true. Yeah. Well, who was in the group that like kind of like described our our show kind of perfectly, where it was like it's not like it's not a straight news show. It's not where you go for your DVC planning tips. It's more of just like three people talking about about you know Disney and having a conversation. Like it's not you know anything other than that. And I was I never thought about it that way, and I don't think we ever intended to do it that way. But it just kind of happened. That yeah. Way, you know. I forget who said that. So, 
Yeah, I think uh, I'm thinking back to when we started it. it. You know, initially we were, you know, we were very, you know, let's make this all about DVC. And we kind of realized quickly that, yeah, it was, there's more to Disney than just DVC. And yeah, like, like that, that person said, you know, it's, it's a conversation. And I, and I think that's, that's been the important thing is that, you know, we always, we always have a conversation about whatever's going on. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we got a lot of questions as usual. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, why don't we start with, uh, we start with Jeremy's here. I, hmm. Okay. So Jeremy asks if you could move one attraction within five miles of your home and visit it as often as you like for free, what would it be? Nothing. Oh uh, yeah. I, I would agree. With totally you. ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. Ruins the attraction. Sorry. Yeah. That see, so what, that, what, <laughs> what, I, am I going to answer this? No, because the answer is nothing. Because why would I want... The problem is, look, if you're going to have an attraction that close to your house and you can visit it for free, it's not special. And if it's not special, then what's the point, right? Like, it doesn't matter what you have. It doesn't matter which attraction it is. It becomes boring. But, like, if you're, like, a pass holder that lives, like, five minutes from the park, so you're saying it becomes less special, less, you know, enjoyable? Absolutely. All right. Hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. I like, I, I guess, you know, in, in thinking about it, like, you know, some of the vloggers that I watch, you know, they, the difference is, is you think about it and it's like it, when you're that close, you're not on the rides all the time, right? Like they, like some vloggers, they're like, you know, oh, I haven't been on Big Thunder in like months. And it's like, there's no reason why they couldn't go on Big Thunder every day because they're at the parks frequently. But I, I think that's the thing is that anything that you pick it'll get to a point where you don't want to, you don't want to ride it. Right. And I think that's where you're going with it, Damon is it's like, well, there's no it, atmosphere it, either. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the atmosphere is not there. It's just, it's a ride. And and look, if you take Disney and, and break it down to just rides, there's way other places. There's a lot of other places that do rides better than Disney. Well, uh, also he says, uh, or Jeremy said attraction. So I, I guess, would you expand this? out to any shows or anything that you would oh like my to goodness could you imagine places? that would be like torture <laughs> are you kidding me i don't care how really? good the lion king is if <laughs> i'm not going that often okay yeah i mean i, I don't know I, I i i would i would ride uh yeah I, I think you would get tired of some stuff after a while right if you were doing it every day <laughs> well you don't even have to do it every day it's just it's free so that kind of puts a different perspective on it yeah, there's something to be said about Disney, you know, not being the cheapest place to go and that it being special changes perception. You mean just because it's like not something you do all the time? So, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're you're right, because it's uh, like, you know, part of my planning is, you know, you know, the anticipation of getting back on the rides and the anticipation of being there again, if that wasn't there that's yeah if i get you being too convenient is a bad thing <laughs> i don't know i mean i'm sure there's a lot of local pass holders that would disagree with us <laughs> sure but since it's our opinion right that's yeah. uh, you know that's true yeah. you know you know i'm gonna get that email though like <laughs> well but but i mean that you know jeremy asked us a question and i i feel we answered it fairly yeah well it's probably one of the reasons i wouldn't move to florida 
right? I would, I would love to consider myself a person that would like to retire and does Disney 24 seven, but you know, it loses that special feeling. I feel like, so I like that. It's a little bit further, you know, isn't free and, and all that fun stuff. I get it. You see, when I retire, I'm, I, I want to get myself somewhere where I'm close enough that it's like maybe an hour or two hour flight instead of a five hour flight. Because Does that then, exist outside of Canada and in Canada? Uh, I think over in Toronto, I think it's about two, two and a half hours. That's to, to land. Yeah. Or no, to Disney World. It's it's about oh. two, two and a half hours from Toronto. Okay. I don't know my I don't know my Canadian geography well enough. Yeah, for uh, <laughs> for me actually to to get to Disneyland is about two hours from uh, from Calgary. Okay, that's so, not too bad. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I, I could go to Disneyland more frequently, but the problem is is Disneyland is not as big as Disney World and doesn't have nearly as much stuff, right? Exactly. Well, until the Avengers are there. <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about that later a little bit, (laughs) a smidgen, just a little tiny bit, (laughs) but yeah, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be a nice addition too. So, um, all right. So Bobby wants to know, do any of you know somebody that had DV uh, had a DVC contract before you bought yours? No, but people have bought contracts because I bought mine. Right. So I think I was the first of the people in my circle that had a DVC contract. So you started it. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I um my best friend's parents were the first DVC members that I I knew of and and they go all the time. They don't even go to the parks. They I, I've talked about them on the show before. Uh, they they don't go to the parks. They go and stay at Saratoga for two weeks and go to Disney Springs and just hang and relax and like they almost never go to the parks, which is funny to me. But that's what they want to do. So, but they they were the first ones that I knew uh, and they'd been members for quite a long time. Um, but I think I also have a, yeah, I have another friend whose parents, uh, own as well. Uh, but you know, outside of that, I think that that's all the DVC members I knew before I bought. And for me, it's, I knew nobody that was in DVC before I bought. And, um, I still, I only happened to know one guy through work that it just came up as a conversation that his parents had DVC, but, um, yeah, outside of that, I'm the only one <laughs> that I know of that uh, that has it. So, yeah. Outside of our community of people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. Everybody that I know does not live anywhere near me. And I know there, I know there's other members in Calgary and around the area. It's just I've never met them. That makes sense. Got to have yeah. like a meetup when things get back to normal. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, do you want to read Francisco's question? Sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, so Francisco says... If you could go to only, if you could only go to one park and not be able to take part in any rides, which would you choose? Hmm. Who doesn't choose Epcot? I choose Animal Kingdom. You don't, because it's basically like going to a zoo for the day. You could go through all the trails. You could, you know, check out all the all animals. The trail, where, where are all these trails and all these? I mean, you, you can go to Rafiki's, right? No, there's there's the, the there's animal trails. The Maharaja. Yeah, yeah but, trail and that which jungle trek and but ha, but are those not rides? I don't Quote, consider that a ride. Rides. I consider it a walking trail. Yeah, it's it's not a ride. It's like a it's like walking through a zoo. Yeah, I, I mean, but listen, Ep- I don't disagree with Epcot. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think I'm at Epcot. I'm not. I'm not against Epcot. I think that would be my close second. 
<laughs> Go yeah, ahead. I'm, I'm I'm torn there. I I, I kind of. I I feel like I would, yeah, I would actually enjoy Epcot more than I would enjoy Animal Kingdom. Now that I'm starting, to there's think a lot about of things it. to yeah. There's a lot of things to do in the country. There's a lot more shows to see. Yeah, yeah. and the food obviously trumps it, not even close. Yeah, and honestly, just exploring the World Pavilions, like there's yeah, it, there's it, so many things you don't see. Yeah, if if you had time, just going to some of those little back corners and stuff that most people don't go in. Yeah, I, I think I think that would be more entertaining. There's a lot of those back corners at, uh, at Animal Kingdom, though, too. Like, have you ever walked around the base of the tree? Yeah, but the problem is, is it's all trees and it all looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you don't know, you don't find, I, I know what you're saying. You, you specifically with yeah. the Tree of Life, I, I, I know, yeah, there's a path and everything. But but my point is that they've kind of set it up that a lot of the, the surrounding area is, it's a lot of plants and jungle and stuff. You, you're not finding, like new and interesting um decor or anything like that it's just no like you like checking out all the animals on the tree that are carved in there like you know finding hidden animal oh there's lots to do there so so you do that for about 15 minutes and then what (laughs) (laughs) listen again i'm not against the epcot thing i just think animal kingdom's getting a raw uh, raw deal here i I feel like like animal kingdom's got a lot of those hidden kind of things and there's fun stuff there so I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I I know what you're saying. I'm just, uh, yeah, I just think Epcot would be more more interesting. All right, all right, fair enough. Francisco also wants to know how many actual DVC members are there, uh, since many members have multiple contracts. This would be difficult to determine outside of social media. How many DVC members do you personally know in your community? We just talked about this. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I answered that. I know none, or well, one. Yeah. Well, I think because we took Bobby's question and, and kind of went a little bit further with it. That's how true. many yeah, DVC yeah. members are there? A couple hundred thousand, probably. I don't think anybody knows the true answer to that, right? Of course, it changes every day, too, right? So, yeah, and and, and, and to Francisco's point is, you know, if if you you could go and count the the number of contracts, but then, yeah, some of those contracts are are doubled or tripled up. Or even more contracts can have different amount of points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a tough it's a tough question. I, I and I'm sure the only people that actually know that are DVC themselves. So <laughs> now now I guess uh, now that I'm reading rereading his question, you know, he's talking. You know, how many DVC members do you personally know in your community? I wonder if it's certain areas have more DVC people than others. Like I said, around here. There doesn't seem to be a lot, but you know, both you guys live in the same uh, in the same state. Yeah, I, I, I have to wonder if you know the closer you get. I'm going to start. Florida, a, I'm going to start a Facebook group, North Carolina DVC members. Yeah, yep, do it. And I'm not going to invite Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did, uh, I did, I do have a, I have a DVC, I have a, I have a group like that, that I just don't manage at all. I don't do anything with. <laughs> has see, like 30 see, Tom, people at it. Tom didn't invite me. So see, see how, I mean, ever. to be fair, there's nothing really going on it. I don't think there's been a post in there in like a year or so, uh, you know, <laughs> what's it called, Tom? It's called DVC y'all. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I forget who called it that. Uh, some, somebody else made it, and then I somehow ended up... I don't even know. I, I, maybe someone came up with the name. I don't remember where the genesis of this group it, it, came is from. There, is there an apostrophe in that? Of course there is. Of course. I don't even say y'all. That's not even a thing I say. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't find it, which makes it even worse. So I don't you know what to that Google means. it, really? 
No, I'm trying to Facebook it. Trying to look it up? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Maybe I don't. Oh, wait, it. I found it. There's 24. See, he, he was exaggerating already. I wasn't exaggerating. I just literally <laughs> didn't remember. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't do anything with that group. I have no idea what's, what's in there. So but that doesn't, that's not specifically. It, oh, it's for Southern DVC members. Yeah. See, that's what it So let's for. read this. A DVC group oh, for Southern on. DVC don't members. <laughs> All members are welcome, but this group is focused on members in the South. Oh, it might have been, this might have been a spike group. <laughs> if you're a DVC <laughs> member who frequently drives to Walt Disney World, we are a good group for you. I don't remember making this. <laughs> and, and, it was, and Trevor, here's the thing. Here's where it gets interesting, okay? Tom created this group after we started doing the podcast for two years. That's fun. Yet, this is the first we've heard about it. Put that in the back Wait, of your mind. Where you it was created? <laughs> Obviously, I don't do anything with this oh. group. I, but I but you it. see that, Trevor? He oh, created yeah. it, didn't yeah. invite me, <laughs> and didn't tell us about it. I'm trying to remember even why I did this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did actually have a spike group. You were mad at something, because I remember this discussion, actually. Yeah, I think I think this was a spike group for something. I don't remember. <laughs> He's got 24 members, y'all. So I got 24 members. I don't even say y'all. I swear to God, I couldn't think of a name, and then I just was like... Eh, you know, it's Southern, why not throw it in there? (laughs) But back to what we were talking about. um, Yeah, I would think that there probably are 24 people, it seems. Tom knows 24 people, it seems. I I don't even know who these people are in this group. Like, where do (laughs) these people come from? I don't know. Well, you you obviously admitted them because it's a private group. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, apparently. And no rules. No rules. It's a free for all. No, there's rules there. There's rules. I, no, I don't the, see them. The, the no, announcement no, post is rules. Well, we, no I'm offense, Tom, group. but but I would never hire you as a bouncer because yeah, you, you're just letting these people in, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> but I can't even see the gr- rules because I'm not in the group because Tom never invited me. So that's fair. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to try to apply to it now, and I'll let you in? No, I don't. I feel oh, shocked. I made this March 11, 2019, almost exactly two years ago. That's pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> I All really right. wanted next, to. I wish okay. I remember, but well, the next I, I do remember part of that discussion. Though. So the next question is from Tara. So what are some exciting, some things that you've done to keep your vacations to Disney different and exciting? Doing the same rides and restaurants every year gets boring. You know, it's funny. I say that Tara, and I catch like the most hate in the world. So I feel happy that someone at least you know is on board with me on that. Other than going to different places to eat, oh, that, that's my go-to. But okay, what are some of the things you've done or want to do that you probably wouldn't have done if you only went to Disney once or twice? All right, all right, all right. So I would say that one is probably shows, because I think if you're only going to Disney once or twice, it is difficult to get all the shows in. And I don't even really love the shows, but you know, we do make it a point to do that. For our family, there's always a ride that somebody doesn't want to go on that they have to be forced to go on. So that's usually part of that discussion. Um, eating's huge for us. So that's something, but I would say shopping as well at Disney Springs is a big deal doing things at Disney Springs. And I think for us, pictures are a huge deal that keeps it exciting. Like trying to get that perfect picture, tr- you know, trying to get that perfect picture, perfect location, everyone looking, you know, halfway decent. That's a big deal for us also. But then we've also done some of the excursions, right? Not the excursions. What do they call the, them again? The, the, the tours, tours and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did the, um, what's it called? The surfing. And I think that we're going to do a tour if we go in July, maybe. So I think things like that, but eating is a huge one. Uh, you know, I'm sorry you excluded that, but wait, for- you're going in July? Maybe. 
Oh, wow. All right. I thought you weren't going to go this year. I thought you were out for the rest of 2021. No, that that's no. me. <laughs> yeah, I think that with the vaccination schedule running like it is, I think what we may end up doing is going without all the kids, only vaccinated kids. Okay. You're going to leave you're going to leave kids behind. We're going to leave kids behind. <laughs> <laughs> so we may your, actually your daughter up, can't get it yet right so like correct it's, yeah because either can my son either oh, my, yeah, okay. my middle one but i think what we may end up doing is just me my wife and my older son going you know he's he's a junior he's gonna be a senior next year i think that would be a fun trip because again we're not going to go to the parks so unless we do a one-day tour which we're debating about so you know if we don't go to the parks then no you know it will be just disney springs and if we do go to the parks it'll be like a one day and we'll do um just some sort of thing, hmm. a tour or something. So you're not going to do a park trip. You're just going to do like Disney yeah. Springs and like, yeah, see, okay. see, I wish there was some things you could do without a ticket, but I know you can do surfing without a ticket, but that doesn't really, you know, uh, you know, I have no interest in, in that, but I wish there was some things you could do tour wise without a ticket. So, you know what I mean? Like that would be kind of cool. I don't know if there's anything besides surfing though. Well, there's like none of the tours are even like available right now because I was, true I was too. yeah I was looking for my trip and there's just there's just nothing like it's it's kind of sad I, I was trying to find something uh, something you know but separate y- you to know you. here's the other thing too like so think about Disney Springs I mean have you been up in the hot air balloon yeah I, that's one there's thing that is open do. that I was looking at I don't really do heights. No, no but I'm like just that. in general I'm saying yeah. there are other things to do there are a couple things yeah. So that that would be my answer. I don't know about you guys. Um, you know, I think for me, I I I think one of the things we like, you know, going going to Disney, just about going to Disney, is that like there's always something different going on. Like there's always some That's sort true. of event. What were yeah. you gonna say? Sorry. No, it's true. I'm just curious before yeah. we even delve into this. How many times have you guys been? Like, I don't think we've total? ever answered this question. Oh, jeez, <sighs> I have no idea. And, and 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 take it just like I said, a, a guess. It doesn't have to be exact, but I mean, how many times have you even been to Disney? I don't even know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough question. So, I mean, okay, so let's do it like this. You ready? One to 25, 25 to 50, or over 50. Are we talking about like individual trips or are we talking about days? Individual I trips. I know, probably, I'm, I'm in sorry, one to 25. I would say, I would say maybe like 20, probably. Okay. And see, I'm probably over 50. So I think that's where, again, right? So when we talk about the difference of opinion, which is nice, having people at different stages, and I think that answer becomes different. So, okay, so I'll let you finish your answer. I just want to make sure that, you know, because we've never answered that before, crazily enough, right? Yeah, I mean, I've never really thought about it like that before. So, (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I was just going to say, there's always something different going on. You know, there's always some sort of new event, some sort of, you know, new ride, new restaurant. There's always something new going on in some way shape or form so you know that's that's always something exciting and, and kind of to what damon was talking about we always like to try to do like a tour or like some sort of special thing that we've so never you can done post it on dvc y'all yeah that's right there's probably a lot of good information the- in there that we don't get on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> the, i think the last post in there was like two years ago too I think I posted once in there and then never again. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Now I'm going to have like all these member requests for that. Don't, don't, don't request that group, please. I, I don't, I don't know about down. that, Tom. I think, I, I don't know. You don't think, you don't think anyone's going to request to be in my, no, my I don't think group? so. All right. That's fine. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So no, I mean, different places to eat, different, you know, kind of different schedules of how we do stuff, uh, you know, staying at different resorts, um, 
we like to vary that up uh, you know and it, just doing different stuff like you know going to the the spa or uh you know we golf. this the last trip we, oh yeah see i don't i don't golf but i mean that's a thing oh to with do. the mini golf sorry oh yeah mini yeah. golf totally yeah there's that um you know a lot of the other act- activities that are around uh you know this last trip we took a pool day which we never did before which was kind of great um to do you know we were always run 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 to the park so it was kind of nice to take a break and do a pool day so yeah i mean i think we just I think it's just different every time just because there's always new things going on and there's always different things going on there. And, and, you know, you know, that's how kind of how I feel about it. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of uh, similar to you, Tom, is, you know, you know, I feel the same way that, you know, we we haven't gone enough that we're at that point where we feel like there's nothing to do. Like even even going back and repeating, you know, the same rides and everything, you know, we're, we're still early enough in our DVC membership that it's still exciting every time and we still want to be in the parks but i know like what you're saying damon is eventually we'll get to a point where we just want to hang out the, uh, the resorts but even while we're there um like I, I think the big thing for us is that we keep changing up the time of year that we're going so that we can experience you know flower and garden festival we can do the the halloween and the christmas party so so those things kind of become focuses of each of our trips is it's like you know this trip we're all about the Christmas party and, and, you know, everything kind of revolves around that. Right. Um, there is, you know, there's certain things that we like doing, um, or like we, when we find something that we really like, we'll, we'll keep doing it and doing it until we get sick of it really is, uh, I guess, just like anybody. But, um, but yeah, the, the biggest thing we do is, uh, um, like I said, I think changing it up for, um, for when we go. And also the something that's kind of hard to do too, or at, at least for us, it, like from when I was a kid, we always, um, <laughs> one of the first things my parents told us was, you know, when we got into Disneyland, go to the left because everyone else went over to, to, uh, um, Tomorrowland. And we always went to the left to go into Adventureland and start there because it was always like we, it was avoiding the crowds and it was just kind of a habit that we got into. The hard part is, is that, um, changing your flow of how you do things around the parks, at, at least for us is kind of hard. Like, like it's something that I have to consciously think about because habitually I like to go a certain direction and, and kind of follow the, uh, what I think is the, the, <laughs> I don't want to say the best path, but the best path for me around the park. Um, so, so changing that up actually does make it interesting like we like i said we started doing that as it's like hey you know instead of going straight to Adventureland in magic kingdom why don't we go up to you know Fantasyland first and then we can loop, loop back around through liberty square hit haunted mansion and then go the like go the opposite direction right it's it it, it sounds weird or it doesn't sound like a lot but just changing what i guess would be your your routine kind of does make a difference or at least for us it did <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I think doing, like, you know, different parks on different days, ending with different parks, you know, maybe going to one more than another. You know, like, there's yeah. lots of things you can do there. Um, oh, I also wanted to – I meant to do this. I want to throw, like, a shout-out to, like, an app that I found. I know this is going to sound random, but um, in preparation for my trip coming up here, I, I, I had used this app years ago when I was there for Food & Wine. But there's an app called WDW Food & Wine. It's not – sanctioned by disney by the way it's somebody made it 
but uh, it has all of the dishes for all of the food festivals. Like, so whatever food festival is going on, it has all the dishes and you can go in and uh, you like favorite which ones you want to eat. And then, you know, if you've eaten it already, you can like rate it and uh, and say that you've eaten it already. But it also has like a map of where all the booths are and all that stuff. And uh, I found it tremendously helpful for my upcoming trip because I went through and like, you know, found all the stuff I want to eat and then and just marked it as favorite. So I know you know where to find those when i when i go and i i know which ones we we want to go to so uh yeah i just you know random plug for a random app i found but it's uh i think it's been really helpful sorry what were you gonna say no, no I, was, I was gonna say that's interesting um that yeah I, I guess i i never really thought about that but if you're standing there looking at all the booths yeah and you don't know what you want that uh yeah, that can make it a hundred times harder. <laughs> yeah, this has like literally, it has all the menus. It has the prices for each dish. It has, if you know, it has a map of where every booth is. It's, it's, you know, it's a very rudimentary app, but it's like super helpful, you know, to try to find this stuff. So, and to be prepared for my, for, for eating around the world there. So, <laughs> um, right. Ashley wants to know if, uh, any of us have done any Disney subscription boxes. If so, which ones and were they worth it? I have not. No. I've thought about it, though. No. I'd like to do one of the snack ones. Don't they have, like, snack ones? I feel like I've seen, like, park snack ones. I would do that. But Yeah. My my thing, I, I the only subscription box that I have right now is actually one for ramen. Because I, yeah. I like Japanese food in general. And the, this ramen crate just proved itself to be interesting enough that I've, I've kept it going for a while. But outside of that, I... I don't want a ton of subscription boxes or like, I don't want to keep getting them because it seems like too much. And also like I've had other like candy ones and stuff in the past. And I I find no matter which one you pick, it kind of gets to a point where after you're, you know, maybe six months or a year, you kind of see everything it has to offer. And then, yeah. Yeah. Like, but, but then I, get you. I, I guess for a Disney subscription box, it's like, what are you getting? And I, I just don't know if there's anything Disney specific that I would want that bad that I would want sent to me monthly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's not something I necessarily really see myself getting. Yeah. No, Damon, do, do you get one? No, I Nope. <laughs> Definitely not. I assume the answer was no. I just, you know. I answered no before. I oh, you did? I must okay. have gotten lost gotcha. in the shuffle. Gotcha. No worries. Uh, who wants to read Molly's question? Yeah, I got it. Uh, so Molly says, do you think DVC member nights will pick up again in 2022? Also, which Epcot festival is your favorite? So two different questions there. Um, DVC member nights. Uh, is that Moonlight Magic? I think, that she's yeah, I think about? Molly means Moonlight Magic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I hope so. I... I, I think I think the big thing around Moonlight Magic right now is that, you know, parks are not functioning anywhere near capacity. And I know Moonlight Magic is like a ticketed reserved event, but I think even with with everything that's going on, I don't think they have the resources to plan for that right now. So Yeah. I in twenty twenty two, um I would still give it a solid maybe. Like I, I don't even see it coming back next year i think 2023 would be the earliest if if they do have it next year i see it being less like you know not as not nearly as many nights as they've done in the past but yeah you're right is it it, it won't be because that like what was it in 2019 oh gosh there was like 
There was a, they, I, it was a ton of them. Yeah. yeah there, was there, like, there, were, there was over a dozen. Yeah. I feel like it was right. like 15 or something. I don't, I don't yeah. remember to be totally honest, but there was a lot of them. Yeah. I, I feel like they'll, they'll, they'll maybe start off with at most, I would expect, you know, one per park. If that, you know, they may only do one or two in a year. But like I said, I, things are going to take a while to recover. And I personally don't see anything happening until 2023. Well, and that's that's the real question, right? Is when do the parks get back to full capacity? And and I think when that question is answered, then we'll have a better idea of when that will happen, I think. Yeah. You know, and, when, and, of when those will come back. And, and just keep in mind that just because the parks go back to full capacity doesn't mean that that DVC or Disney is in a in a position where they're prepared to put on an event like this. Either. That's true. That's yeah. also true, yeah. Yeah. And for the festival. For the second part, which Epcot festival is your favorite? Um I I kind of like f- um the Festival of the Arts, I think would be Ooh. mine. Yeah. Ooh. All right. I, I think I just want to go straight food and wine here. Uh I feel like Damon's gonna go with like the holiday one. Actually, I don't think I like any one more than the other. Just enjoy all of them. Yep. They all do have like their own like little quirks, you know, like the the flower and garden has a lot of cool stuff in it, you know, with the topiaries and the butterflies, the butterfly. Yeah, mm-hmm. the butterfly thing, uh, you know, they yeah, they each and then the art thing has all the cool like uh, art stuff you can do, like the sidewalk, uh, the, the chalk art and yeah, uh, that the one they have people do like a piece of it by numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess each festival has kind of like its own thing, right? Yeah, they do a good job of making them all interesting. I agree. I agree. Oh, we got a Dan question. And this isn't even like a irreverent Dan question. This is like an actual real question. This is kind of a hard one, too. Uh, so, so Dan says, imagine DVC renting out four parks for an entire day, only allowing, like blue, only allowing blue card DVC members <laughs> entry with park hopping. What would be your top dollar for this kind of day, and how would you spend your day? Ugh. I like that it's only blue card. I, I, feel, yeah. I've, I feel like that's like a, a you know... I'm going to say card members. $500 a person. Uh, no, that, that's, let's go $300, $300 a person mm-hmm. for the day. I'm good with that. And how would I spend my day? I, I would definitely like sleep totally, go to sleep totally early and try to like, just knock the craziness out of it and do all of the parks. So try I try to do a four to do, park day. Yeah, I try to do a four park day. Um, I think you have to avoid eating a lot of stuff though at, during this thing, right? Because you don't want to get weighed down. You don't want to waste your day. Like you, you gotta just you gotta just go straight rides. I mean, that's that's what I would do if you if you're telling me that I have this, I'm gonna go rides. I'm gonna do the stupid ride I hate, uh, the Pandora Flight of the Dumb Passage <laughs> for like. <laughs> Probably three, four times in a row so that I can be like, look, everyone, this is not really a great ride. Uh, outside of that, I would just ride things a lot. Like, I'd ride things doubled. I'd definitely double up most okay. of the rides. Yeah. Like, just go back to back. Now, um, so would you do a particular order or would you just... Parks? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think what I would probably start out at Animal Kingdom... Um, midday, I'm, I'm next I'm looking at Hollywood Studios and that would probably have a little bit more of my time than any of the other parks. 
Epcot would be something that I'd probably do last because I'm going to finish up and eat there. So I'd say Magic Kingdom after that, and then I finish up with Epcot. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I feel like if you're going to do this, like you got to try to hit all four parks, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's, and Animal Kingdom's too hot in the middle of the day. That's why I'd have to hit that first. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. You get there early in the morning. You don't have to deal with the, with uh, the heat of Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I, I get that. Or you do it at night when it's you know not as bad. Either. Yeah, I want to finish up though in Epcot so I can just if I'm hungry at least like that's where I'm eating dinner. So what if they did this? What if they did like one of those 24 hour days like they, they used to do? So like that's this all four parks for 24 hours. Do you go 24 hours straight? Do you try to? Yeah. You um, do eight hours each park. I would try. <laughs> it depends what the rest of my vacation looks like. Okay. So if I have enough of a vacation where the next day is nothing, then Sure. I tried to do it. Actually, I'd probably need two days to recover. I mean, 24 hours? Yeah, give me two days. So, yeah, I mean, definitely would do it if I had two days after. All right. Mm. Yeah, the, I, I, would try to, I would try to do it, too. But what are you guys paying? What do you... Oh, yeah, so what I are we paying? I said $300 a person would be acceptable. Yeah, I mean, I think I would do that if it were 24 hours, especially for the four parks. Yeah, I would do that. I'd yeah, do that. I, I, I'm thinking of it so... Like to get an annual pass is what, like six, six hundred and something dollars now through DVC. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so in, in my mind, you know, you know, this kind of thing, I, I think my, my highest cap would be around 400 to 450. Just thinking about, you know, well, for the, for the same amount of money, I, you know, when it gets close enough that I could justify an annual pass over it, then I'll probably ride. Yeah, but you still probably ride more rides in that one twenty-four hour period than you would with your whole annual pass. You're probably. right. It, yeah, you, you're right. Is yeah, you the the experience would definitely be something unique, and that's why you know even creeping a little bit closer to that price point, I would feel would be reasonable. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it like you like you said, Tom. That the the thing is, is I I think it would almost have to be a twenty-four hour day from my point of view. Because I don't feel like I would get enough out of it if it was just like regular park hours. I think a lot of people would pay for that 24-hour experiencing because they only did that a couple times. And I know people wish they would do it again. Like, I think a lot of people would do that if they could. Now, what what would you do for parks, Tom? Oh, that's tough. Uh, I mean, I think... (sighs) I I like Damon's idea of Animal Kingdom in the morning. I think it's a good place to start. And then I'd probably, I feel like everybody would start at Magic Kingdom. Like most people would start at Magic Kingdom. So probably be busiest at Magic Kingdom in the morning. So I'd probably save Magic Kingdom for night. I really like just like the, the, the look of Magic Kingdom at night. So I think like the best, the two best looking parks at night are Epcot and Magic Kingdom in my mind. Like as far as like how, like, you know, with the lighting and like how cool they look at night, I think those are the two best. So I think I'd save those two for nighttime. And uh, I do, do Animal Kingdom in the morning, and then Hollywood Studios after, and then I don't know what the order of Epcot and Magic and um and uh at, wait Epcot and what's the other park? Why am I Magic blanking? Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. God, <laughs> <laughs> I just completely lost my train of thought. Uh, so uh, Epcot and Magic Kingdom would be sometime at night. Hmm. Okay, I'd maybe go Magic wait, Kingdom. Did- like if it were twenty four hours, I'd go like in the early morning hours, like you know two o'clock in the morning. I think is when I would go. But, or water parks are not included, huh? That hurts a little bit. Well, we got, we went four parks here, so we could. Uh, yeah, I I don't think I could do a water park in the middle of 
a four park day. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be tough. That, that would like, be wa- tough. Water parks are their own day. That for me, at least, you could definitely accomplish the four park thing. Like, would you guys try to go for like every ride? You know, like some people try to do the every uh, ride thing. Nah, no, the rides I don't care about. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't do that to myself because that would just make me miserable. And I don't know why people do that. It just seems miserable. To I, I mean, I mean, it's a challenge. And, you know, yeah, it's a definitely a challenge. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's fine. But you know, if if I was there for you know a special day like this, I wouldn't waste my day just blindly trying to get on every single ride. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And, and like for for me, my my thinking on the, the park orders, I would actually start with Hollywood Studios because I would want to get like get the Star Wars fix, get get all right on Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, get get all of that out of the way. Um, I would then move, I would go to Epcot during the day, um, and, and just for no other reason than, you know, just cause like, I, I don't feel I need to be at Epcot in the evening. Magic Kingdom is actually the, the place that I would want to be at night, but I would go to Epcot during the day because I would want to be at Animal Kingdom going towards the evening because, um, that like the animals, the animals are most active either first thing in the morning or at dusk going into night. So mm. I, so, so that kind of forces Epcot to the, to the middle of the day for me. And then, and then, yeah, like I said, after animal kingdom, I would finish up at magic kingdom because like you, Tom, I love magic kingdom at night. Yeah. And also the guaranteed I would be staying at the poly. It's the closest place to the poly. So when I'm, you know, completely dead tired, it's very quick for me to get back to my hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Like I think my yeah. coolest Disney experience was like 1am at the magic kingdom during extra magic hours. Just the, like the feel it, like Standing the vibe of there. the place and yeah. like being empty and the lighting. It just was cool. You know? Yeah. No, I, I totally understand that. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we go ahead and do our DVC resale market ad, and then we'll we'll do your yeah. thoughts. Uh, da- your, we'll talk about your show that you want to talk about, Damon. So, <laughs> although I have not watched it, so I I, I think it's just going to be you talking, unless uh, Trevor's watched it. But I, mm, stupid show is not on Disney Plus. Oh, still. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, All right, let's, let's do the let's, let's do, do the, the ad. resale market. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So this is DVC Resale Market. DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company, is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. When you speak to them, please be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. So, Damon, you want to talk about this uh, Sulphur Springs? Oh, my show? goodness. The, the, the secrets of Sulphur Springs. So, the first season ended. Now, from what I understood, was originally only going to be an 11 episode show. Now, looks like it's going to have a season two. While it wasn't officially announced, I mean, it ended on such a cliffhanger. And honestly, it's pretty disappointing. It's such a great show that could have been wrapped up in one, let's say, hour long finale episode. And now is being pushed on to a season two. And I'm just... So you're saying you wish it ended after one yeah, season. Yeah, You don't want have. more. 
No, the story had a pretty natural conclusion, except now they've opened up another mystery, which could have easily have been explained in like 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Now we're going to, in theory, get another season or we're going to end on a such a big cliffhanger that it makes it even worse. Right. If it doesn't get renewed. Yeah. I'm just I'm just pretty disappointed because it had the potential to be a great show. And, and now I think they're kind of stringing it along a little bit and. I don't know. I'm just, I'm a little disappointed. It ended pretty good though. Like I said, I mean, besides the last and this cliffhanger at the end is just, it's, it's put in there. I mean, it kind of meshes through the storyline, but again, it just, I I feel like it's just a little much and I'm a little disappointed that we're going to catch another season. Unless somebody came and told me that, you know, Hey, season two's the last and we have a plan. It just, it felt like, you know, all the material read that this 11-episode series, an 11-episode series to me means one season, but I guess that wasn't yeah. the case. It's still worth watching for sure. Um, I just I, will have to see what happens if it's renewed and if there's another season and what they make of it. But I just felt like it could have come to a very natural conclusion and been a, a pretty darn good show for Disney. And now we're kind of, you know, sitting out there in limbo, which is, is tough. I don't think people realize sometimes, you know, the, the way that the new consumer works is that a wait for a show some, can sometimes be a downfall. I mean, look, I finished the comics for Walking Dead and they were fine, right? They were good, came to a conclusion. But I, I, I stopped watching The Walking Dead because, you know, you have this break between seasons. It's super long. Like, it just doesn't work. You forget about it. You don't care. And I think that that happens with a lot of shows with people. So, you know, a lot of these Disney shows now, like Amphibia, you know, they do it season two and a season two and a half, you know, 2.5. And that way you're getting a little bit more of it across the year. And they can do that with animated shows, I think, a little bit easier than they can, especially when they put this out as a series. Um, Because I would have to venture a guess if Sulphur Springs Season 2 was already filmed, we would already know about it, which we don't. So it just, it's funny, it just keeps bringing me back to the fact that Gravity Falls is the greatest show Disney has ever produced. And my daughter was like, no, 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 they came back next year. And I was like, no, I just don't think they did, right? And that's just the way that show works. She's no, but they said, they said, you know, we'll see you next year. And I'm like... Yeah, I just don't know if that's actually what happened, though. You know how those summers work. I said, who are they staying with? Are they staying with Suze? Like, I said, there's no way they're staying with Suze. Yeah, that that was more of that bittersweet. Yeah. You know, know, the the intention was there, but it it was pretty clearly read that, you know, that was the conclusion of the story. And even if they came back the next year, it's not like anything would have transpired. There's no adventures. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that... That's what makes that show so good. So again, like I said, Sulphur Springs was good, but I'm a little disappointed there's another season, but we'll see how it all turns out. Well, yeah, and I, I know you haven't watched, uh, well, I don't, well, unless you haven't told me this, but I, I know Trevor and I both watched WandaVision, but, and which, which was really great. I mean, really excellent show, but mm-hmm. it, I don't think they're making a second season of it because they really can't. <laughs> like, I don't know how they could the- make a second season. And it just kind of ended in a natural conclusion and just, it, it, there's, it set up a movie, right? So, or multiple movies, I guess, but, um, you know, it, it's, I don't think they're going to make another season of that show, even though that show was a huge hit and was, crashing disney plus like i I just i think they've actually come out and said they're not making a second season so it's kind of nice when those things just kind of end at their logical end you know but that's the thing is that you know wandavision um the, the the thing about wandavision is that 
WandaVision is not a standalone series. It's part of the larger sure. MCU. Yep. And so it plays by different rules than something like Secret of Sulphur Spring. That's true. Because That's true. because you say, you know, yeah, WandaVision ended and people want more. No, you're going to get more, but it's going to be in the uh it's going to be in the scope of, you know, these next movies, Doctor you know, Strange movie, and, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever whatever stuff is coming down the line from the MCU. So that so that's that's that ongoing storytelling that people want. Um, yeah. but I, I think the, the problem is, is that, you know, when, when people are writing these stories, you know, sometimes they get in their head, you know, they want this, you know, everybody wants every story to be like, oh, you know, this is going to span for, you know, 10 years and it's going to be this <laughs> lar- large arc yeah. and everything. And it's like, sometimes, you know, sometimes writing a short story or writing uh, a series that, you know, it ends after, 10 episodes or it has a very clear cut end to it, like gravity falls. Um, you know, that's not a bad thing. And, and honestly, yeah. like, like to, to, to Damon's point, um, you know, from, from a consumer standpoint, you know, I don't, I don't want every show that I get into to be an, um, you know, an epic, like, 10 season yeah, show like yeah. like an odyssey right i i don't yeah, yeah. i don't need everything to be an odyssey sometimes you know you can tell a very clean precise story and if you define your parameters and say you know this is going to start here and end after 10 episodes and that's it you know having the discipline to do that can be better that because you know that that dovetails into you know, hey, when I do my next story, people know what to expect or people are interested yeah. because of the previous work and how well it was done start to finish. Leaving cliffhangers and, and yeah, you know, I, I get that too. There, there's been shows over the years that, you know, they get so far and they get canceled or whatever. And it ends in a place where you're like, oh gosh, I wish, you know, I wish I knew what happened next or I wish that they had addressed this. And it makes me so mad because, you know, you, you almost spend years waiting for them to finish things. And then, and then that anticipation a lot of times ends up leading to disappointment Yeah, because you build it up in your head as being, you know, Oh, we know when they get back to this, you know, it's going to be amazing. And then they, I, I I've had actually, um, so not, not in mo not in movies or TV, but actually in video games, I've had some games where, you know, I played these games over years and they're, they're like, I remember one game where they, they touched on something like years ago and I built it up in my head. I was like, you know, oh, it's going to, you know, when this guy comes back, it's going to be, you know, an epic fight. It's going to be so amazing. And then th- they did it finally, but it literally turned into like a 20 minute thing in one part of a game. And they just like, like, yeah, this guy came back and this was it and then done. And I was so mad because it like in my head, I thought that they were going to do something totally different with it. And they, they kind of screwed it up (laughs) or well, from my point of view, they screwed it up. Right. So I, 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 I see, I see the point about, you know, leaving, leaving cliffhangers at the end of a, a, of a a season is not always the best thing. Well, and you know, like with WandaVision, like you said, they left cliffhangers, but the cliffhangers are going to be resolved in f- future movies and TV shows, and, right? So, yeah, and that's like because that's-, that's because they've made it clear those things are already in progress. Like exactly. Some something like uh Sulfur Springs, you know, if they um feel sometimes it feels like, you know, they they get so far into a show and you know, they're writing the show and then 
they don't know halfway through that they are going to be renewed for the next season. And so they're kind of writing it with a certain intent. And then someone will come and say, Oh, you know, Hey, you're, you, you know, we're getting the next season or whatever. And so there's a lot of like sidestepping and, and quick adjustments to try and fit in, you know, something to, to lead to the next season. And that's what leads to, I, I, I don't want to say poor writing, but you know, yeah, j- yeah. just, you know, bad, Bad de- yeah, yeah, bad yeah. decisions that, you know, lead to, you know, okay, come on, you know, this, this isn't fun anymore. This isn't what I want to watch. Right. So, well, yeah, that's, I, I was, this is kind of sort of Disney related cause it's ABC, but I, I was recently reading an article about lost about, you know, the show lost and how mm-hmm. they, how in the third season they wanted to end it in the fifth season. And, uh, and, and, and ABC was like, uh, no, we need like nine seasons out of you, <laughs> like, you yeah. know, and it's just like, okay, well, if you had in mind just the five season arc, it's, you know, it's hard to stretch that out for another four seasons after that. So yeah, it's, it's interesting how that, how, how all that stuff, uh, how all that stuff works, but it, you know, it, it, things are changing. And I, like I said, I don't even want, I don't want a second season of one division. Cause I, I like what they put together and it was great. And I don't think they need to. Again, that I don't the whole concept of the show gets you know basically blown up in the last episode, so you can't you can't do a whole second season of that. It's just not yeah, possible. And, so and, and and I think it's you know th- there's a bit of mental discipline there that you have to say to yeah. yourself, you know, okay, I've had enough, right? Like yeah. this is you know this is okay that it ended here, and you know you know even like you know we go back we keep talking about Gravity Falls. It's like you know the the ending to that is so bittersweet, and it it makes you miss it and you know want more but also understand that you can't have more yeah absolutely absolutely all right i think we talked uh yeah we talked we... more about about uh, tv <laughs> uh than we usually do so that was that was a lot uh i, I this next thing i have in here I, i'm not going to call it necessarily dvc news but i just wanted to put this on here because i i like uh fun magic band designs and so there's some there's two new custom uh dvc magic band designs they're the same design. It's basically says Disney Vacation Club member on them, and it has Mickey on it with uh, cool sunglasses on. And there's a pink version and there's a, a blue version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like them. I think they're kind of cool. Yeah, I, I I think they're nice. I mean, it's they're 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 kind of understated, which I, yeah. I don't think is a bad thing. It's you know the the color schemes are like I, I think you you can get that kind of pink in a regular Magic Band. Yeah, that light blue. I don't think I've ever seen. That particular like, shade of blue. I feel like but. the other, D, like the DVC Magic Band, the special, like the limited edition one that I have is like a similar blue to that, but it might be a little bit darker. Right. If I could find it, I could, you know, actually compare it, but I don't know where exactly where it is at the moment, which I need to find, <laughs> I, you know, I need to figure out before my trip, unless I decide I want to buy these, uh, you know, but these aren't even like limited edition. These are just a new option. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, it's, yeah, they're. They're nice, and you know, hopefully, more DVC centric stuff like that comes in the future. I think we've all been asking for that for years. Is you know, yeah, yeah. you know, give me something that, you know, something a little extra, I guess. For and and this is the nice thing too is that you know they they've included these in the you know if if you've uh, reserved a room, you get the the discounted bands, right? Yep. So you can get this for fifteen bucks, which you know, to me, getting getting a you know, a specific member thing for the same price as the other magic bands is pretty yeah. nice. They did also have, and I don't know if these were limited editions, but there was a Riviera one. I remember 
uh, that they had. And then they also had a Grand Floridian one too, but right. it was like, they were very stylized. They weren't like simple like these. They, they were, they had a different kind of vibe to them and they were more expensive too. So I'm guessing they are, or they were limited edition. I don't even know if they're still available, but I'm guessing just based on them being $20 instead of 15, that they're more limited, but you know, I don't know. I'm always, I'm always a fan of more magic band options. And I'll say this, the, the, the fact that they're understated, like you said, the, uh, the Riviera and whatnot were, looked a little more fancy. My, my problem with those is that I don't want to wear them when they look too nice. Yeah. Because you, you know, you, you're wearing them around the park and my, my worry is that, you know, whatever design is on them is going to, you know, rub off or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right. So, well, cause you, you wear those things in yeah. the pool and like the pool just destroys them, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah, I, I think having something a little simpler is sometimes better. <laughs> No, I, I don't disagree with you, especially the like the limited edition stuff. Like this is this is the argument that Damon always makes with me, right? You have one that you take out of the box, and the one that you keep in the yeah. box and look at, yeah. right? So exactly. <laughs> Which, by the way, my my Cinderella castle is uh, like halfway done, so uh, it's it's yeah, uh, you it's know long. It, ours was on its way to being completed in twenty four hours, and then it kind of just went. Oh, really? From there, yeah. I don't. My wife and uh, my daughter are doing it, and <clears throat> it's funny they. Um, they're like, no, we definitely lost. There's definitely not these pieces there. These pieces aren't there. Like, and I'm like, look, <laughs> Lego rarely, rarely misses pieces. I go, you want to look again, right? So we've been going back and forth on that a few different times. And of course, I found the pieces, you know, on the rug or here or there, <laughs> whatever the case may be. So she does it when she gets really bored. Mm, and okay. she's just been had other stuff um, to do besides that. I've been debating whether I want to get the light kit for it. I've seen some. I cool, think so. I yeah. think that's that's well worth it. The light kits are pretty cool. I mean, one I saw was like seventy bucks, which I felt like was a lot. But the light kits are pretty cool for for the castle. I kind of kind of want it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, it's funny you say that about losing pieces, though, because at one point while I was putting it together, I I, saw, I was like, this, this piece is gone. I, there's no piece here. And then it turns out it was under the cover of my book of of like the instruction manual. Like, yeah, you know, I like flipped it, the cover. It's, yeah, it just got it's rare. Yeah, it's rare that they don't put pieces in. Yeah, they're pretty good about that. Like I and and they also give you extras of like the the especially small pieces. You know the really mm-hmm. like the real small pieces. So they're like yeah, IKEA I, that I'm, way. What's that, Trevor? They're like IKEA that way. Yeah, yeah. You, you get like a bunch of extra parts that you don't need. <laughs> Although it always makes me feel every time like I'm doing something and there's extra parts like that. I'm like, did I miss stuff? Like, <laughs> did I miss some steps? But you know. Um, it's been fun. It's, it's been a fun build for sure. And I, I'm going to be sad when I'm finally done with it, but I've been doing like a little bit every night, you know, just kind of adding to it. It's, it's, it's very, it's a very cool build. So uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that I was, I, I guess I haven't mentioned that I got that on the podcast. I guess it's only for people on the, uh, in the group that I shared that I got that Cinderella castle, the Lego Cinderella castle, uh, from, uh, from Trevor and Damon yep. as, as the, the gifts we've been we've been throwing about to each other. So <laughs> I was the last one mostly because mine was back ordered. So yeah. And it's also a Lego castle. So, you know, it takes a while to build. <laughs> There's also that, I mean, I, I will share the finished product, but I know a, a bunch of people in our group seem to have, seem to have uh, done it as well. So I'm not the only one. So anyway, uh, so we, we got the news finally that, uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure will open at, at Epcot on October 1st, which, you know, I, I'm not going to say coincidentally, because obviously this is planned. It's also the beginning of the 50th anniversary celebration. Um, I'm, 
I don't want to say I'm shocked by this because all reports seem to point to this ride have, has been done for a couple months and it's just kind of sitting there. Um, so I, I, it's kind of weird that they're, I mean, waiting, but also I kind of understand it too, because they don't want to just open a new ride like that. And, you know, in the middle of, you know, 35% capacity. And, you know, I, I read this as they're expecting to be fully or closer to fully open October 1st. And then, you know, they want to have this as like their, you know, headliner thing that they're celebrating uh, to kick off the, the 50th anniversary. I just think it kind of stinks that it, the thing is, you know, either ready or close to ready. And they're just going to let it sit there for seven months, basically, you know? Well, I guess if you think about it this way, you know, you know, Look at all the plexiglass and everything that they put up in the existing rides. Do you really want them doing that to a brand new ride? Not necessarily, no. So that that in and of itself, it for me is enough of a reason why they would leave it this far. Because I can see that. because you know they they know it, it's not hurting anything not having it open now. Opening it during the summer is not going to get them anything because there's still going to be at least a certain level of restrictions. They're not going to be planning to take down plexiglass anytime soon, but at least if they get far enough, you know, towards the end of the year, they'll probably be back at a place where, you know, it may not be plexiglass is coming down the existing rides, but they'll, you know, things will be to a point where they can say, we can open this. We don't have to worry about social distancing. We don't have to manage this the way we've been yeah. managing everything else. And, you know, and not, not, you know, take away from the ride in that aspect. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. I could, under, yeah. I could see why that, you know, why they would want to do it that way to have it just be like the pure ride experience, you know? Yeah. But also it makes sense too, because they want something in a headline, the opening of the ceremony too. I mean, of the other anniversary, right? So, yeah, I mean, that, that's the other thing too, is I'm sure for the 50th, they were kind of looking at it and going, you know, how do we, you know, hype people up for the 50th with everything that's going on. And, you know, hey, announcing a new ride kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, and I, I you know, they're also the 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 uh, crate place is not going to be open until then either. So they're mm-hmm. gonna. I mean, I don't know how far along that was, but from all indications, it seemed like it seems like that whole area is kind of ready to go. But you know, I, I I'm I, I'm excited for the crate place too. <laughs> I was gonna say you just you just want to have crepes, don't you? Well, I mean, who doesn't want to have crepes? I want to have, yeah. you know, give me like a Nutella and banana crepe. I'm all about the sweet crepes. I don't know if you guys like savory, but I, I like a good sweet crepe. I, I don't think I've ever had savory crepes, so I can't say which one. I'm trying I to think prefer. if I think I have before. I, I, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do with crepes. They're very, uh, very versatile, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't make them enough to play around with it. I think we've only ever had them as dessert crepes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get, I get that. So, I mean, this is exciting and all, and I'm glad they announced it finally. So that's that's good news. But um, it just got us. I was, you know, I was hopeful that it was going to open up before my trip. But I mean, I obviously that was misplaced hope, right? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's okay. They, I mean, because in the past they have, you know, they've they've opened these things during holidays, you know, like a Memorial Day or you know during a busy time they've 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 launched new rides, opened new rides in restaurants. So. You know, I thought that was possible, but I guess I guess with the fiftieth, everything is kind of driving towards the fiftieth, right? Yeah, it's it, again, it's that combination of coming out of the you know all the pandemic stuff and leading up to the fiftieth. Is it? I think that that skewed a lot of their plans. That you know, they they probably had plans to do a lot of these things during this year, 
and they've just pushed a lot of it back to yeah. the 50th. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. All let right. me uh, let me do our other ad real quick before yeah sure go for it yeah let's let's go ahead and do that well, this is for uh, Monero Financial we talked earlier about buying DVC resale if you're looking to finance your DVC resale purchase look no further than Monero Financial Monero Financial a world of DVC company is the industry leader for financing DVC resale contracts Monero offers lending with no credit checks often very low down payments terms as long as ten years and no prepayment penalties. If you are thinking of purchasing a DVC contract, go and check out their quick online quote first. You might be surprised at just how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to ManeraFinancial.com or call 317-245-8800. And when you speak to them, make sure you let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Okay. So, so th- Magic this, Mobile. Yeah, th- this thing has had a lot more contention to it than I thought it would. But. I don't understand why someone would be mad about an additional option. Like, you know, yeah. I can understand if they were like, hey, we're going to get rid of everything else and you have to do this on your phone. I could understand people getting mad. But this is more of like, uh, hey, here's another option for you. Instead of magic bands, you can now use your phone as a magic band. And, because and this, because people think that that's where it's going. Yeah, that sure. This is just yeah. an intermediary step to that. That's all. I get that. But I mean, even in their announcement, Disney was like, magic bands aren't going anywhere. Like that's, but you're right. I mean, this is the move away from those, right? Yeah, it, it is to a certain point, but you know, as, as we've talked about in the past, I, I'm sure Disney is very well aware of this is that not everybody has phones and not everyone is prepared to use their phone in this capacity. And especially like th- they're they're completely out to lunch if they believe that, you know, Hey, we'll do everything by the phone. And then you, you know, you've got a family of five where, you know, maybe only the dad actually has a phone on him because, you know, you know, kids don't have phones and all that. Sure. You know, that it's, it's not going to work. There's no way that it'll work. And, you know, I, I think I feel that the way that they're approaching this is, you know, there is two different sets of people, Right. There, there's people that, you know, want to show up. They don't want to think about getting a magic band. They just want to do everything on their phone. It, it's something that happens right now in California with a lot of the locals is, you know, they, they're they moving more towards the phone tech because why not? Like, you know, the phone yeah. has the capability to do these things. So, you know, they're making sure that, that it's an option. But then there's the other side of it where you've got... Um, you know, like a lot of our listeners have said, and I agree with you guys is, you know, when I go on my trip, I'm not looking at my phone. I would rather have my magic band because you know that I can use that for all the touch points. I don't have to think about it because it's on my wrist all the time. I don't have to worry about my phone dying on me. Although I still run into that, you know, looking at fast passes and changing things. And I know, you know, that may not be an issue again for a while, but you know, the phone's already doing a lot as it is. And, you know, if you're, you're desperately trying to charge your phone so you can scan your fast pass, you know, that, that's a negative experience. But, um, like I said, I'm, I'm still not opposed to this because I, I don't see both are perfectly able to coexist in this environment. Um, and, you know, just because they introduce something like this, I, I don't see that as a sign of them taking away magic pants, especially, you know, as part of their, their announcements they're like hey you know we we offer this new service but keep an eye out for new magic bands that are coming too like like 
Yeah. They, they said that they, they, they said, you know, th- it wasn't like announcing the service meant, you know, as of, you know, 2022, we're discontinuing magic bands, right? Like they've, they made it clear that the, the two are going to continue to exist. But I, I think what you're going to see is that, you know, magic bands are going to go away from, you know, just the, the, you, you still have the choice of the basic colors and those will always be yeah. there. But more of the new ones coming out are going to be, you know, it's going to be more of a focus on those collectibles, right? Getting back Absolutely. into, you know, th- they want to focus on people looking for unique magic bands, not just handing out magic bands to everybody because they now know that, you know, there's there's a certain demographic of people that don't even want a magic band so they can use their phone. Yeah, and, and just to go back a little bit, we didn't really say what this was. So uh, Disney announced the Magic Mobile service is coming later in the year. And it's it's starting in phases later in the year, and essentially this is just another way. It's like Magic Band on your phone, basically. Yeah. So it's it, you you or and also you know they're going to have Apple Watch. You can use it for that too. Um, and basically you'll just be able to put your phone up to the the touch points that you usually put your Magic Band up to, and it's going to work the same way as a Magic Band. It's interesting because I remember we were talking about uh we were talking about this when this was first announced, because this is not new news, right? So this is, we knew this was coming. This was something they announced. I don't, I kind of don't remember when they announced it sometime last year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so th- this was, we knew that this was coming. And, and again, though, it's not uh, like, like you said, I don't think that this is the, this means the end of magic bands. I just think this is an addition to like, it's an, another, it's another method you can use if you don't want to use a magic band. I mean, how many people have you seen, that have Apple watches that will buy those little, uh, the, the thing that you can hold the puck in that attaches to your Apple watch. Right. So like now you just don't even need to buy the little thing that holds the, the magic band puck. You could just use your Apple watch. Right. Like, so that's, that's what they're going for here. They're just having more options. And, and also by the way, too, even if you don't have a phone, if you don't have a magic band, you can also get a key to the world card for free at the front desk of, of your hotel. So it's, you know, there's options. I think more options are, are better. And actually, to your point is, you know, I almost forgot about the uh, the cards. It's like, you know, through all of this stuff, you know, the cards still exist. You know, they they could they could have said a long time ago, you know, we're not printing the cards anymore. You got to buy a magic band, which I'm sure that would have turned off a lot of people. So when you go to the parks, you notice a lot of people using those cards. It is not like overwhelmingly magic bands. A lot of people are using the cards because a lot of the visit, you know, it always seems like everybody's staying on property at Disney and the majority of guests that go to Disney parks do not stay on property. They're staying elsewhere, you know, so they're using those key to the world cards or whatever else. Yeah. And and these are people that, you know, it's their first trip or it's a one time trip and they're not going to necessarily buy magic bands or especially like those, uh, those family reunion trips where it's like 30 people is you're not going to see, or at least I haven't seen where, you know, a massive tour group of some sort, you know, all goes and, and gets magic bands. Right. So, Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, and and along with this, this was a question that had come up when this first got announced. Uh, was about the uh, photo link, like how are you going to do uh, photos, right? And so mm-hmm. I guess something that's already piloting is automatic uh, attraction photo linking to your phone. Uh, so I guess they they've set it up now and they're testing this only. Uh, it looks like a Tower of Terror right now in Rock and Roller Coaster, um, where the on ride photos are automatically linked to uh, using their mobile device. Uh, but you have to n- enable Bluetooth for this to work. But apparently that's something they're testing. So for those that were worried about that piece of it, 
that's something that they've already, you know, figured out and will be able to do as part of this. So I, I, I will say I'm kind of glad that they did that because, um, I, I wish I had that on my last trip. Cause so I ended up figuring this out, um, because, uh, or I, I can't remember which rut or where I was, but I, I ended up doing something and I, I thought it was going to, yeah, actually it was haunted mansion. I ended up in a car by myself and I didn't get my photo for the car. And what I ended up figuring out was I got in a brand new magic band on that trip. Like, like, and, um, um, but for whatever reason, the, uh, the long range RFID was busted on it. So okay. even though, so even though it was a new magic band, I didn't get any of those automatic ride photos for most rides. It didn't matter because the rest of my party was with me. And so at least one of us, you know, got the photo linked because of it. Um, but because my band was broken, I wish that I had this, uh, phone option because that would at least cover off, you know, you know, I, I, I am one of those people that leaves my Bluetooth on all the time because, and mainly because when I'm using my phone at home, like it connects to my car automatically through Bluetooth yeah, yeah. and all that. So, so for me, it's, you know, that would be something that I would use. And I wish that, you know, I had that on my last trip. Well, it's also just good, like to have another option, like maybe forget your magic band. I, I think my last trip when we were, you know, in a group together, I, I think several times, uh, one person had to run back to the room before we left because they forgot their magic band. You know, if you had this option, you just be like, Oh, okay. I'll just use my phone. I don't, I don't yeah. even need the magic band. You know, it's yeah, for, just for a day. It won't kill you. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless exactly. your phone is at like 20% when you get to the park, but then. I don't know. Yeah. People do yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Damon, do you have any thoughts about this one? Or is this one just now you don't care about this? <laughs> I mean, again, like it's pretty self-explanatory. It is what it is, right? I think eventually that magic band prices are going to go up. I mean, I think that's what we're trending to at some sure. point. And, you know, it's going to be, hey, you have this phone option, so magic band prices are up. But I agree. If they're continually making money on magic bands, I don't know if they'll necessarily go anywhere. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, I think this is one of the, I think this is like pins, right? Where they just, the, the margins on them is probably, probably ridiculous. I can't imagine it costs them much to make a magic band. If they're charging 15 or $20 for one, it's just like pure profit, basically. So, I mean, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, kill, it doesn't bother them too much to do this, right? Like, it's, it's, they're using all the same stuff. Uh, to use magic bands and the phone. So it's not like it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a big deal to I mean, keep I, magic I'll, bands going. I like to use my phone. I think that's a, for us, that's a good thing. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. So you, you're saying you'd rather use your phone than the, sure. than the magic band. Yeah. And you know what the thing is, is that I would say that if I still had my old phone might've been a problem, right? Where my battery lasted not that long, but yeah. new phones, man, that battery lasts a long time. So yeah, I could see that being in kind of an option as well, like depending on your phone battery status. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess even if like you had a, an old phone lying around, although I guess it would still have to have some sort of service, but I mean, you could hook up, you could just use an old phone as your, as your ticket and bring that with you, you know, if you have one lying around, which I, yeah, but I think the not. problem is the battery again. Yeah. The battery. Yeah. yeah. If you have a good phone that has a good battery still. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, this is, this is a good option. I think. I don't think anybody should be mad about this yet. Be mad about it later when they get rid of Magic Band someday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, it's, if they do. I, again, I, I don't see it, it's going to be a long time before that yeah. happens. I, yeah, I don't know about going away. I think the the price will just 
increase a fair amount is I think what you're going to see. Yeah, I, I would and, agree with that. And here's something to think about too, is that, you know, if, if they have the, uh, the photo linking through the phone, you know, you don't like a lot of people's concern are like, you know, when do I have to replace my magic band so that, you know, ride photos keep working. You don't actually have to replace your magic band anymore. You can have one magic band because, you know, that, that will always continue to work for scanning fast passes and entry and everything. As long as you have your phone on you with Bluetooth, you get all your ride photos. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's we talked about that on the show before, where the battery really, the battery in your Magic Band is only for the long range stuff, and and theoretically, your Magic Band will work indefinitely for, like you said, getting in the park, getting in your room, you know, all that that short range stuff. But it's just the long range that the battery is for. So if the battery dies after two years, you can keep using that Magic Band forever, really, if you want to. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, what's so this is um we we've never talked about things like the main street confectionery closing before just because i <laughs> I, I put it in there simply just because i i like the main street confectionery and i'm sad that it's going to be closed while i'm there <laughs> okay fair i i guess yeah oh yeah i guess i see this now yeah right right while you're there from march 29th to may I 22nd i know it's killing me that sucks. I mean, that's like one of my favorite places to just walk in and just smell. Like, I don't even need to buy anything in there. I could just sit there and watch them make uh, candy apples and, you know, and, and just enjoy the smells in there. And it's going to be closed. And, I, you know, it's just for a refurbishment, sure. And they're going to have a temporary location. Okay. But, like, I'm just bummed. I, you know, it's one of my favorite locations. It makes me sad. But, again, this is all in preparation for the 50th. This is all, everything is closing for these little refurbishments because they're, they're spiffing up everything for for uh, for, for uh, the 50th. So Yeah, and there's still, so if you really want to watch them make candy apples, there's still, um, was it Big Top Sweets or something like that in the, in the, um, Oh shoot! What's that area called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're the talking. Fair? I know what you're talking about. You're, yeah, you're talking about that. Uh, the, that area right by Dumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you can still. Did they go make and, them there? I, I, uh, I yeah, think they made them there. It, it is a confectionery, so I'm pretty sure that they they do a lot of that stuff there as well. I, I think I think the big difference is is that the uh, um the confectionery doesn't just do candy apples. They do like all kinds of stuff there. Right. And, and chocolate ones. And they got like, yeah, they got all sorts of stuff d- there. Yeah. So, so really, I mean, you, you could almost, if you were that big into candy making, you know, you could just spend a day watching them make different things there. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah, absolutely. I, I just enjoy walking through that. That's a store that I just peruse, you know, like yeah. sometimes I'll buy something. Sometimes I'll buy, you know, the, the two pound, uh, rice crispy Mickey head, uh, you know, but usually it's just, it's me just kind of like going, Ooh, look at that. I want some of that. Ooh, I want that, you know, and then just never buying anything. So it's just kind of sad, uh, that that's going to be the case. And I, I don't know if they're going to be doing the, the apples and stuff in front of people anymore in this uh, temporary location. It might just be, you know, prepackaged stuff and, yeah, that would be a bummer, but I, I, I'm sure you'll survive. <laughs> See, you thought this was a weird topic, and we talked about it for well, like four minutes. Uh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I, I'll just add one thing that, as you were talking about all that, I realized that I haven't had any of the English toffee from Disneyland in a long time, and I'm suddenly missing it because. See, See there. Yeah. Go. Okay. Fine. I see your point. <laughs> all right. Wait. 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 Let me ask you this: best smells of any place at Disney World? I, uh, it, oh, geez, you can't do that. You can't. I can do this. 
Be- this is tough, but I think the winner is always for me. And I know I've said this before. I, I think if I'm going to go one and two, because I, can- I can't decide on just one. Uh, number one for me is the caramel shop in Germany. You ever walk in there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I can see that. Oh my god! And then number two is um is, is the Sunday place on Main Street, the ice cream Sunday place, because of the smell of the uh, the waffle cones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like you could just walk by there, and it just yeah, you know, just and they they pump it out into the street. But you, you warm smell waffle it. cone or baked, oh. yeah, baked waffle cones. Yeah. Oh, that smell is the best. Those are my top two: uh, the caramel shop and the and and the Main Street Sunday place. I, I can't think of the name right off the top of my head. I'm just blanking, but. Uh, I keep wanting to say Gibson Girl, but it's not Gibson Girl because that's yeah, the one me, in Disneyland. <laughs> this is my problem: is I keep I keep I keep mip, mixing up the Disneyland and Disney World locations, and I can't yeah I can't keep them straight. Now I, I yeah I'm just bad with names. Like I just forget names of stuff all the time. Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. Uh, there you go. That would that would make sense because the yeah the plaza and okay yeah that makes sense yeah I, I don't know why I just couldn't remember that like, it just seems like it should be easy to remember but I just couldn't remember it so listen it's the ice cream place on Main Street you've walked by it you smelled it trust me so okay <laughs> now now so you're talking about smells now specifically yeah. are you just talking food smells or in general I know where you're going with this <laughs> like you're going a sore in direction or you're going uh, the smell of the burning in in Spaceship Earth. I I think I'll go with I'll let you do anyone any any smell you want at Disney anyone okay well all right so so for me it's actually so the the lobby at the Polynesian okay is pretty high and that's because it's um, hibiscus is what oh, you're smelling okay. and it's just like like you you walk in and it just hits you and it, again it's that combination of the sight and the smell and it just feels so. Um, for, I mean, for me, that's home, right? Like that's, yeah, yeah. it's that I'm home moment. Um, but, and, and I'm sure everyone else, there, there's lots of other people that feel me on this one. Um, pirates. Hmm. Okay. And yeah. The water and, and it, and it's, mm. <laughs> you're smelling bromine is what it is because that's what they <laughs> use to, to keep yeah. the water clean, but it, it, it gives off a certain smell. And that, again, that, that's one of those, it, it, you know, similar to, you know, standing in, in the, the stores on Main Street or anything. It's just one of those things where you, you just stand there and it, taking in all the different, you know, the sights and the smells. It's so familiar and it's so, um, it's so comfortable, right? Like I, it's just something that I love. It, it lets me know where I am. Right. <laughs> I feel like I need to do, we need to do a poll in the group now of like what the favorite smell is. Right. Cause yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of options here. Like, cause I think a lot of people will go the burning smell in spaceship earth or the, the, the former orange scent in, uh, in, in Soren, you know, yeah. when it was Soren over California, the orange scent, I know that was one everybody loved. Uh, even the dust smell in Soren is kind of neat. I like that. Yeah. I, I like that one. I actually like the, uh, the ocean smell that they give you. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not a big ocean person, but I like the ocean smell. I think it's a, it's a good one. Um, oh man, what are some of the other ones that people go, you know, you know, sneaky third for me is, uh, when they have the, um, oh gosh, what is it? The, the different nuts that have like the, uh, the, that are like roasted and they have like the, you know, some of that are covered with like caramel or whatever that smell too. You know what I'm talking about? Where, uh, oh, they have a cart mm. like that somewhere. I, I'm pretty positive. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think, oh geez, where did I see that? 
I know what you're talking about, but you do, yeah. right? Yeah, they definitely yeah. have a cart at the parks with that stuff in it, but mine are all food related so <laughs> but, like i said for me it's yeah the the food stuff definitely hits a certain way and yeah i i agree with you walking down main street that you, there's certain smells that go off that you know you i i i feel like could you imagine you know like working at one of those carts or working at the confectionery yeah. you know it, in most other places it would be weird for somebody to just stop and like stand there <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they're they're probably used to it, and and I, I would have to wonder from a cast member's perspective how often you get people just like, you know, whether it's like you know closed eyes just standing in front of you, smelling things, or just like, you know, totally blanked out in another world, right? So so the, there's that part, but like, like I said, for me, there it's a lot more than just the the food smells. Is there's there's certain areas that, um that just it just kicks off like you know memories from previous trips just knowing where i am yeah and yeah it yeah there's a huge long list of smells i think that (laughs) that we could go on about (laughs) we're we're gonna do a poll uh we should probably start talking about this last topic just because it might be a little bit of a lengthy conversation so um, so Bob Chapek, the, uh, CEO of Disney announced that Disneyland theme parks will open, reopen in late April. So there's still no date yet, but they're saying late April. Um, so that's, that's what they talked about in the shareholder meeting, but a couple interesting things to note here. So, um, first of all, apparently they, they initially reported it was that fi- they were going to open at 15% capacity. Looks like now, since it's going to be end of April, they might, they might be able to open at 25%, which is, uh, you know, obviously much better for them. Uh, and then of course, fast pass, mass, max pass, magic mornings, extra magic hour will be all suspended when that opens. And that's not shocking. I don't think that's mm-hmm. exactly what Disney world did. Um, but then also noting that, uh, Avengers campus will not open alongside Disneyland either. So yeah, a lot, a lot to take in here, I think. Yeah. The, so the, the campus they're, they're opening in July, correct? Well, that was last year. They said oh, they were going right. to open in July. Yeah. So that's I don't I don't think they have an actual date for that now. I think they said it'll open sometime uh, later in the year. Again, I I feel this is kind of a similar discussion that we had about Ratatouille. Is that you yep. know they they don't want to open you know you've got this whole nice new land and you know the, you know the social distancing stuff has been good. Don't get me wrong, yeah. I I yeah. appreciate that they did all that, but I feel like they don't want to mess up their nice new everything. Um, with yeah, with plexiglass and you know six feet apart stickers everywhere, right? So yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. And I also don't think they want to open it when it, they're at twenty five percent capacity, right? Like yeah, they they love the spectacle of like you know a ten hour line for their new attraction. You know, like even though they don't want a ten hour line, and I think I would one of their Imagineers said something like, uh, "If you have a ten hour line, you failed" or something like that. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um. But I, I mean, they, they, they want those kinds of headlines that, you know, something is very busy and very popular to start off. I mean, if there's, it, it's not going to look great if they open up Avengers campus at 25% capacity and there's just like a tiny crowd there, you know, like that's, that's not what they want. Well, and, and further to that is, you know, think, think about when Rise of the Resistance opened, how yeah. crazy that was and how, you know, you know, they, they tried to mitigate the lines by making the, the virtual cues and, they had to do like, even now, you know, they're still having to adjust so that, 
so that people can get in there. The problem is, is like you said, you know, yeah, 10 hour lines are a turnoff and even bigger turnoff is you opened up a 25% capacity and then only a fraction of people actually get into the new place. You know, you know, people, people show up there expecting, you know, I'm going to walk in here and I'm going to get on this. And then when they're disappointed, it just further exasperates the already bad situation that they're in with capacity and everything. Right. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I, no, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I, yeah, I can see why, you know, it's, it's smart for them to, you know, at the, you know, get people in the door first and they can worry about the new stuff later. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that makes sense. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm happy that Disneyland's reopening. It's been a year, right? It's just kind of sad that it's still closed. Uh, you know, and, and I, I think what they actually said was why they're taking to the end of April is I guess they, they, it's going to take them some time to call back all those cast members and, uh, train them and all that kind of stuff. I, I think they actually said that, which is what we kind of talked about last. Yeah. Time. And, and I, I was thinking that they were already, and I'd said this on the last episode that, you know, we were, I, I thought, you know, they would have already been trying to ramp up for this stuff behind the scenes, but yeah, it sounds like from what, from what Bob said, you know, they, I think they were waiting on the, uh, the California governor's announcement before they made yeah. any moves, which it's super frustrating that they had to be put in that position. Like that, like waiting yeah. on, waiting on this announcement. Like they, they, yeah, it, it, it sucks that it, it took them this long to get just to barely opening the parks. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and in his announcement, he said, well, last week's announcement announcement stated that theme parks may open starting on April 1st. The fact is it will take some time to get them ready to open for our guests. This includes recalling more than 10,000 furloughed casts and retraining them to be able to op- operate according to the state of California's new requirements. So that's, yeah. that's basically what they're saying. It's going to take them a couple of weeks to get everybody back to work. And, you know, there's probably a lot of, a lot of work that has to go into that. And, uh, you know, I, I get it. It makes sense. I, I think I had said in the last episode, I expected to be like May 1st. It was my guess, but you know, it's, they're saying late April. So I guess it's not that far off, but, yep. um, you know, this is great. I, I, I think it's, it's great. I'm excited for the folks out there in, in California. I'm interested to see what the ticket situation is going to be like. Um, but you know, I, and I mean, again, it makes sense too, that they're not going to have fast pass, max pass, all that, all that other stuff. Cause Disney world did the same thing. So not surprised by that. Yeah. I think it's going to, uh, it's going to make a lot of people upset though. Um, <laughs> oh sure. Yeah. Cause there, well, there's and, a lot and more by the way, only, only California residents can go too. by the way. Yeah. So like, yeah, that can only be California residents. It, yeah, exactly. That that's the other thing to keep in mind too, is, you know, don't, don't take this as, Hey, start planning your trip to Disneyland because it's still going to be a while before they even started allowing people in from outside of California. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and not only that, I mean, there's no timeline. They, they basically said we have no news about when the Disneyland hotel will reopen. Uh, you know, Grand Californian, the, at least the, the DVC portion is, is reopening. When was that? I forget. Uh, they said in May. So it's, was it May or was it? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not even really going to be hotel options. I mean, there's all, I mean, a Disney hotel options. I mean, obviously there's other hotels around the, around Disneyland. So, but the, this, that actually does, uh, thinking about that now, you know, for the DVC portion, that puts them in an interesting position where, you know, you'll have people coming to DVC from outside of California, but then they won't be able yeah. to necessarily get into the parks until the policy changes. So, yeah. you know, 
I don't know if I could stomach being that close to Disneyland, knowing that it's open yeah, and knowing that I can't get into it. This was your same issue with the the whole food festival thing. It's like it, yeah. it would bother you to be able to get in, but then not to be able to do anything but eat, right? So yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> I get it. No, listen, I get it. It's just it's like a tease. You're just getting teased basically by standing there and be like, oh, I could see all this. Stuff. Like I'd, I could see the Matterhorn, but I can't ride it. <laughs> oh man, you just made me really sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, on that uh, note, let's wrap up and yeah, finish up uh, today. I'm going to go and think about the last time I rode the Matterhorn after we do this. So, yeah, yeah let's let's wrap this up. <laughs> Sorry to be Debbie Downer on you. I apologize. That's my fault. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go watch some videos. I, I have some recordings of the Matterhorn, so there you go. I'll go watch there those. Go. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, as usual, if you guys want to reach us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. We love uh, getting your your emails. You know, you guys, you bring us great questions through there. We also, uh, we you know, people will, will share trip reports, stuff like that. I know as we're getting back to people actually being able to travel again. You know, if you guys want to share your trip reports with us, please do. Because uh, we love hearing your perspective on, on the parks and how you love doing Disney and all that. So uh, always keep it coming. Yeah. If uh, if you don't want to uh, reach us by email, you can always find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. And if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet called the Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, you should think about joining it because it's it's getting bigger every day. There's more and more people in there. There's more and more discussion. Um, you also get to uh, get get some in on some of the great memes and stuff that come from our, our episodes. Uh, Jeremy always, uh, I always get a kick out of his posts on there specifically whenever, uh, he, he comments on the last episode. I wonder what he's going to make for this one. Yeah, I know there, it was kind of all over the place. So well, it was, it was a little bit, I mean, I think yeah. we're all a little tired today because of the time change. I think, uh, we're a little out of it. So yeah, that, that, that's true. This is, uh, I, yeah, I'm not an early riser, so that this has been exceptionally hard on me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So outside of Facebook, you can also find us on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast. Anytime we do live episodes, when uh, Tom has his upcoming trip, you should be able to find videos on there from us. And uh, if you have an Instagram account, you can follow us on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. We post on there from time to time, and you'll also see all the Facebook posts and everything will come across your Instagram feed. So again, another great way to, to follow us. And if you want some merchandise, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com. Uh, have a look there for mugs, for t-shirts. We got masks and, um, yeah, it's a great place to get some, Bunch uh, of stuff. yeah, some, some stuff with the, the, the the cool logo on it yeah yeah and, and yeah i guess you know if you're if you're planning a, a trip you know maybe get some uh some merchandise and then you can send us pictures from in the park wearing the the logo that would be pretty cool that would be pretty cool yeah and I, and as yeah good reviews I, yeah i was gonna <laughs> say and, and as usual you know if, if you're listening to us on itunes or any service that allows for reviews because it was pointed out that you know spotify doesn't let you review podcasts i don't know why um, Most of the services don't. But by the way, even if you don't listen to us through iTunes, if you have an Apple ID, you can still review us. So there you go. Yeah, you don't so, need to listen to us through iTunes. You can review us as long as you have an Apple ID. You can go review us. Okay. So, so yeah. If you guys, uh, 
if you have listened to the podcast, uh, we, we do appreciate the reviews because uh, they help more people find the podcast. It does make it uh, show up in more searches with more reviews. We also like reading your reviews because, uh, you know, we do comment on them. We do uh, appreciate uh, good feedback. So, uh, you know, keep that coming. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast. So you can be reminded every time we release a new episode, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app that's out there. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. And, uh, you know, the one that's Disney and DVC, that one is us. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. As such, any and all opinions we express on this show are our own, so please consult a DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our sponsors, DVC Resale Market and Monero, for sp- sponsoring this episode. Go check them out, please. We would appreciate it. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion, of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. Reading.